We all have those kids that for whatever reason just refuse to participate. What might that mean and how we can help them and how we can help our sanity so we don't take it personally? That's what we're going to be talking about in today's episode of That Music Podcast. You're listening to That Music Podcast with me, Bryson Tarbett. I'm the music educator and blogger behind That Music Teacher and ThatMusicTeacher.com. Join me as I dive into what it really means to be a music educator. I hope that you're able to find a nugget of inspiration each week as I share my favorite ways to create purposeful instruction through active music making. Along the way, you'll hear from some of my amazing colleagues as they share practical advice that you can apply to your own classrooms. So grab a coffee, sit down, and let's get started. This episode is brought to you by my free guide on better serving our students with disabilities in the music classroom. I firmly believe that our job as music educators is to help our students find the way in which they can be best musical. And when it comes to teaching students with disabilities, most of us don't feel prepared to best serve these students. In this free guide, I'll share five ways to better serve the students with disabilities in your classroom so that you can truly say that your classroom is for everyone. To grab your free guide, head to thatmusicteacher.com slash disabilities. Again, to grab your free PDF guide, including a foreword by Lauren Morsenkowski about why disability isn't a bad word, head on over to thatmusicteacher.com slash disabilities. It's really hard not to take it personally when you look out at your classroom and you see a student sitting there doing absolutely nothing. To make it even worse, sometimes when you engage that student and say, hey, what's going on? They say, this is boring. I don't want to do this. If you're like me, that's like a dagger through the heart. But I'm here to tell you that sometimes it's not about you at all. But honestly, and I'm not trying to be rude here, sometimes it is. Today, we're going to be talking about how we can make sure that we're engaging all of our students, even those that are absolutely like, hey, we're not going to do this. I'm going to say no. I'm going to be defiant to make sure that all students can be successful. Because whether we like it or not, it's not all about us in the music classroom. Sometimes we need to put our egos aside and make sure that we are setting our students up for success. The first thing that I think we need to do when we notice that a student is not engaging and they are being, you know, maybe they're being defiant is we need to put our emotions completely aside. Because I truly believe that if we bring our emotions into this situation, it is not going to be helpful. Whether we like it or not, there are going to be students that, one, sometimes are just kind of be a little grumpy. But there's also going to be students that are kind of taking control where they can because of the trauma or the situations that they've dealt with previously. I always in all my life, and I'm not saying I, tr- I do this, but I try to always go into a situa- situation with positive intent. If you're a member of the my free Facebook group, General Music Mastermind, one of the rules is assume positive intent because I think it's important for us to realize that sometimes someone might be saying something, but they're not trying to be rude. They're not trying to push back at you. They're just trying to express their opinion. And it might have come out wrong. But I think it's also important to realize that we as teachers need to understand where our students are coming from. 
And I want to be perfectly clear. I am not here telling you that your students should run your classroom. I am not here telling you that if your students are being rude, that they get to do whatever they want. But I want you. To, what I want you to do is I want you to be understanding of where your students are coming from. And sometimes that understanding might say, I really, I, I understand that you want to play the drum right now, but we're not doing that right now. We're doing this. And sometimes that's okay. We still validated that mm, you want to use the drum, but mm, sorry, I'm still in control. That's not what we're doing. We're doing this instead. And I think that is a perfectly healthy way for us to balance student-led, but also understanding that students don't get to necessarily do whatever they want whenever they want. Sometimes there has to be some sort of structure for what we're doing in our lessons. And I think that is sometimes what we get wrong when we engage with our students is that we always go with, me included, we always go with the, well, we're doing this because I'm the teacher and I'm in charge. Instead of kind of going more towards the logical side of it and talking about, well, we're doing this because I really want us to practice working on our steady beat. Or, oh, we're doing this because eventually we're going to add this to um, some xylophones or something here on that. And kind of explaining ourselves. Again, it doesn't have to be more than a second. But when we see a student that's just not engaging and they're just like, you know what, this is this is not for me. I'm just going to do whatever I want. I'm going to say no, no matter what you say there are a few things that we can do to help them be successful. And I want to clarify the fact that I'm not saying to help make it easier for us. Help it, them be more successful. Because by helping them be more successful, as an unintended consequence, or maybe even an intended consequence, that will make our lives a little bit easier. But by shifting that, that burden from making it easier for us and for helping them be successful, that can change our mindset a little bit to allow us to make sure that we are really thinking about who we're making these decisions for. A simple solution that we can make when we have students that are being defiant is allowing them some sort of choice. And sometimes that choice is a choice of two things that we would be perfectly fine with moving on to. And I think that allowing them, and I don't, I don't mean this in a way of allowing them the illusion of choice, but giving them an actual choice between two things that we have chosen as the professionals, as something that's acceptable to move on to, can really be helpful. And sometimes this doesn't have to be at a student-by-student student level. Sometimes we have those classes that are just kind of pushing against us. You know, it's like pulling teeth just to get them to do something. But once they get to do it, they're like, yeah, we should do this more. And I feel like if we can work on engaging our students and allowing them to have more agency in the classroom, that immediately will help students be less defiant, will help them understand what is happening more, will help us understand, will help them understand that they are a part of this classroom rather than a product of the classroom. And those are some of the things that we can do to help them feel like they are a part of their own education. I promise that I am not here to push the agenda that students only are defiant if you are lacking as the teacher or if they've experienced trauma. But what I am here to tell you is, is that sometimes there are students that just need a little bit more assistance. 
that need a little bit more choice, a little bit more agency, or a little bit more understanding from the part of the teacher to allow them to be successful. And I think it's important for us to realize that it's not going to look the same from one student to another, or honestly, even from one student to the next day. Because just like we have bad days and good days, our students are too. And I think it's important for us to make sure that we have clear expectations, that we hold our students up for those expectations, but we also understand that our expectations should not be perfection every single day. Because I don't know about you, but there are days that I go to work and I am not doing my best. Because sometimes getting out of the bed and making it to work on time was more than I thought I could do. And I think it's important for us to recognize that sometimes our students are facing the same problems. And again, we should always be assuming positive intent. Because that positive intent allows us the opportunity to continue talking, to continue progressing, instead of stopping, closing off, and just deciding that that kid is lost cause that kid isn't musical, or that kid doesn't want to do it, so I'm not even going to bother. Because whether we like it or not, we don't get to choose who we teach. We don't get to give up on our kids. We teach our students the best that we can in the best way that we can with who we know who they are as people. And that is what educators do to make sure that all students are successful in their classroom. If you found this episode helpful at all, I would really appreciate you leaving a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Not only does this help me understand what you find most helpful, it also helps more music educators just like you find the podcast. To check out the show notes for this episode, including any links mentioned, head on over to thatmusicteacher.com slash show notes.